Hi, and welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. And today I'd like to do something a little different, a little backwards than we normally do. And tell me in the comments if you like this format, and I will keep doing it this way. But I was thinking, busy mom, why don't we just get straight to it and do the action plan right at the very beginning. So I am going to lead off with the actions that we're going to be talking about or the actions to do after listening today's podcast. So it should be interesting. Let me know in the comments what you think if you like this new format and if I should keep doing it this way. So you can get straight on with your busy life. Okay. So here we go. This is the actions to do on what every photographer ought to know about how much marketing agencies charge. Now, before I get into the action, I do feel like I need to preface this with, if you're listening to this episode, that maybe you are considering to invest in a marketing agency. So with that in mind, here's the steps that I think you should do first if you are thinking about investing with a marketing agency and you're not sure if it is right for you. So first of all, you've got to determine if an agency is right for you. And yes, we will be addressing these things in the rest of the podcast, but I wanted to get you started right away. So here's some checklists or uh, bullet points of things you should address whether you're finding out if an agency is right for you. Here it goes. I want you to write a wish list. That's your first action. And in this wish list, I want you to write down what your preferred budget that you would spend would be. And you'll have a little more understanding as you go through the rest of this podcast as to what that might look like. But um, this is your checklist for your wish list. Your goals. What do you want to accomplish if you hired a marketing agency? So write down what kind of goals you personally are looking at right now. And I understand you might not know exactly what somebody offers, but this is all about you right now. Okay. And then obviously determine if the agency is right for you. So on your wish list, obviously you want to put down photographer is your industry or something that could uh, translate in as a photography in a service. So something else, some other service that you think might translate for your business If you can't find a marketing agency that specializes just in photographers. So looking at your other things, what do you want them? What kind of services would you prefer this agency to have or what kind of skill set? So you're almost in effect in this step, writing a job description for your marketing agency, like must have X skills, must have this much experience, right? And also in this wish list, I want you to write down what values you think you want them to uphold. Is it that they're always fun? Is it that they're always professional? Is it that they like to give back? You know, what values are important to you in hiring a marketing agency? And then also, 
keep in mind what kind of procedures you would like them to use. Now, when I say procedures, think about software. Maybe you prefer a certain software for your social media scheduling, and maybe that is one of your wish lists that they use the scheduler that you're used to. Okay, so that's step one, create that wish list based off of those criteria. And step two is to, for your action plan at the end of this podcast, is to research them and find the closest match that you can with that wish list. And that is obviously, go ahead and save this podcast if this is not you at this point in time. Maybe take a screenshot of this uh, podcast and say, okay, I need to come back to this when I'm ready to hire a marketing agency. Clip a screenshot, throw it in your Evernote or your, I use Google Keep, throw it in there, title it for when I'm ready to hire or something like that. Welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. We're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some oops moments, because, let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out. You'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Shar Stackle. So take some time for yourself, and listen in while you can, even if school is out and your regular schedule has been turned upside down. And get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. Okay, so now we are on to our regularly scheduled program. And... That way you can get started already to if you're ready to hire for a marketing agency. But if you aren't and you're really excited to learn and deep dive into what you ought to know before you hire a marketing agency, here we go. Okay. Okay, so back to our regular scheduled program of what every photographer ought to know about how much marketing agencies charge. So if you're looking to market your business, that's not just you and doing a DIY, or you're just very tired of doing it yourself. So you've been content marketing and you're like, this is so hit or miss, and maybe it's more miss than hit. This is when you should start looking and maybe you have already, right? So what do I mean by marketing agency in this podcast? Who am I referring to? I'm referring to an actual agency and not somebody who is a freelancer or a directory or agency of VAs. So not someplace where you would um, go to an agency and hire an individual person just for your business. This is actually an agency that does marketing uh, for you and they have a team of people that is for your business. What I do mean about a marketing agency, a marketing agency produces marketing strategies, collateral, and they distribute it for you. And like collateral is 
your graphics, your images, your videos, all the things that you can claim as an asset later. So how do marketing agencies work? Well, first they meet with you or you fill out a questionnaire that shares your goals and your current online presence. So you would really speak about where your brand is currently and where you want to go with it. Then based off of those answers, they'll create a marketing strategy based on the answers of that questionnaire, your brand, any kind of objectives. And then, as I mentioned before, collateral, uh, they will create that. It's basically your content marketing items. It's your blog posts, your social posts, your graphics, your videos, all of that is considered collateral. And the last thing that they will do for you, and it really depends from agency to agency, but the last one is distribution. They actually post or publish your collateral and just keep in mind, this could be advertisement as well. So in this podcast, since we are talking about how much do they charge, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat that price so you can either eliminate this as an option for you at this time, or you can pursue it. And then you don't have to waste your time listening to the rest of the podcast. I know uh, as much as you want to hear my voice, but you don't have to. So average hourly, and it really depends on how they price their services. So I'm going to give you three different ways to that agencies charge. So average hourly, which you're probably wondering, okay, how much an hour am I going to spend for somebody For an agency, it's anywhere from $80 to $150. Now, that might sound like a lot, but typically agencies have more than one person working on your brand. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. If you were to just hire a virtual assistant that you could probably hire for $15 an hour, but you're actually hiring a whole slew of people. So you're hiring not just one person at $15 an hour, but probably five to six people at $80 an hour. So that is, if you look at that cost, that's a pretty good deal. The second way agencies charge is by the project. So for example, they might charge per blog post or collateral. For a blog, a running total for a project is about $500 for a blog post, but that's just the writing and possibly the graphic. Now there's some agencies that are more, but that'll just give you a nice base, $500 to write a blog post with words and images. And if they're really good, they should have SEO uh, optimized it as well, which most blog writers do nowadays. The other kind of project that you would probably run into with marketing is ad campaigns with the project 
you're looking at a contract for a little bit longer because usually agencies want to see you get the results and sometimes a month or a week or however long is not long enough. So they would keep you on retainer for two months or ask for you to pay at least two months so they can see it. And this is definitely the case with an ad campaign. And if you are wanting them to do advertisement for you, about two months worth of advertisement is probably somewhere within $15,000. Keep in mind, this does not include the ad spend. This is just for services. So the third way that I've seen agencies price is by the month or monthly. And usually they'll have a minimum contract of a certain amount of months just so they can keep track and see their progression. So a lot of times for marketing, a month is not enough to see results. So you can count on if you're to do like a weekly blog for one one a week, anywhere from $2,000 to $10,000 a month. For social media, monthly, you're looking at anywhere from $900 to $20,000. Now that's quite a big range. So you'll want to do some real research, like I said, in the action plan. So let's talk about a little pros and cons of these different types of pricing methods. So the first one we talked about was hourly. The pros is that it's easy to compare apples to apples. So you can break down, even whether it's project-based or monthly-based, you can always compare easily knowing how much an hour. It's going to be around five hours and it's... Uh, $500. So you can say, oh, okay, I see how many, how much money it is per hour, right? So that's the plus. The drawback with the hourly pricing method is that you will run into budget creeps. <laughs> okay, I did just say budget creeps, okay? Um, <laughs> but we're not talking about real creeps. Um, we're talking about the the budget creeping up on you. So if somebody doesn't get something done within the said hour of time that they allotted for it, they're going to start charging you more. That's what I mean by that. So, yeah. <laughs> the second pricing method of a project, the plus is that it's straightforward pricing as well. So you can say, I'm going to spend what they quoted me for this project. Love it. You don't have to worry about any budget creeping. <laughs> and, but the minus is that you can't figure out how many hours to hours when you're shopping around. So if you're shopping around, you can't, it's a little harder to figure out how many hours you're putting in. And I don't know, that could be uh, beneficial to you in that if you just already know what your budget is and what you're willing to spend, it might not matter to you how many hours somebody puts into it as long as the work is done. And the last pricing method is the monthly one. And the plus for that one is, is kind of a double-edged sword. It's 
it's an ongoing relationship, which is great because then you get to know each other, you know what your foibles are, you know what to expect, you know the process, and it gets easier and easier for you to adapt them into your team, which is fabulous for the monthly. But on the other side is, what if the relationship isn't so good? So it is an ongoing relationship, but with somebody who you don't particularly like working with. So it's a little harder to drop for any sort of personal reason. And it might not be, maybe you worked with somebody for um, half a year, for six months, but something came up and you can't afford working with them anymore. And it's a little harder to do it that way if you're having to say to an agency, thanks, but no thanks. Um, So it's a little harder to drop with the month to month one. But with all the different pricing methods, it's you're going to have to figure out what is going to work for you and your business, your constitution, as it were, how you like to run things as well, and your your values, right? So let's talk about some factors that influence that pricing. So, you know, this is a little more in depth, but if you're going to start researching, you're going to want to know what actually is affecting the pricing. Like, why is it that somebody can charge $900 a month for social media management, but somebody else can charge $20,000? So here's how that breaks down. And so when you do your research, keep these things in mind. One, on the agency area that influences your pricing structure is your agency's experience. If they've been in business for a while and have a fantabulous reputation, you can bet that their prices are going to be higher. And on the flip side, if they haven't been in business for very long and they have a bad reputation, typically their prices are going to be lower. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it will because I'm sure you've all heard of uh, scam artists and that sort of thing too. So keep that in mind, but that's a, a caveat. On the agency piece of it also that can influence price and see pricing is their services. So agencies will offer things differently from agency to agency. So looking into what services they have and typically add services are going to cost more. So just keep that in mind if you're looking to run any paid advertising uh, with an agency, it is going to cost more than just organic social media or blogging or other things that you can do for marketing, right? One thing that can also influence pricing is your agency's expertise. And what I mean by this is this different between their experience. This is the agency, who the agency serves. Does it serve certain industries, services, maybe products? Like who, what do they know in their industry? Okay, so let's talk about your role in influencing pricing. Your business size is going to influence pricing. So if you're a smaller business, then usually agencies aren't going to 
charge you the $20,000 just because your campaigns and your marketing is not going to be as complicated as a big box store. Another factor is your deadlines, timelines. Are you putting a rush on something? So you're going to be driving that a little bit in what you want to accomplish. And then the other thing that influences pricing is the combination of both you and the agency between your goals and what they come up with in the strategy and solution. So let's say you give them a goal, they come back and say, this is what we propose to as our strategy, and this is what we're going to do. So there, that is going to influence your pricing as well. All right. Thank you for sticking with me today because this is uh, yeah, a little more heavy, but I really want you to be informed before you decide to invest in a marketing agency. And this is all good stuff to know because this is going to definitely affect not just the money that you invest with an agency, but also your ROI on it as well. So sticking with me and coming through and and really understanding this is going to be huge for your business as far as being able to invest in a marketing agency. So speaking of investing, let's talk about marketing budgets. So what should you expect to spend? For a small business, you should expect to spend 7 to 8% of your revenue on marketing. So you can do the math between what your revenue is and take 7 to 8% off of that revenue. That's your marketing budget. And that's super easy to figure out for your action plan. But obviously, um, you can spend less, spend more. You run your business the way you want to run your business. But that is uh, a typical average spend for marketing. Now that we know that's what how much money you're going to spend on marketing, how can you maximize your budget? So you want to match your business size with your agency size, which means if you are a one person business at this point in time, then match up with somebody that is going to be a one person market for you. And it could be a virtual assistant. It doesn't necessarily need to be a marketing agency, even though I did mention that this is more about marketing agencies, or you find somebody that's, you know, one to five people in a marketing agency. Now, if you are a larger studio with multiple photographers, then you'll definitely want to have a marketing agency that maybe is anywhere from five to 100 people working in a marketing agency. And maybe 100 is too much, maybe five to 50. Typically, marketing agencies are going to be a little bigger than a photography studio. So just keep that in mind. And this is where your wish list comes in handy to maximize your budget because you want to establish your goals and expectations of the project. So if you have your little wish list of what you want to accomplish and how you want 
your values and everything else to go with um, everything I listed in your wish list, then you can definitely maximize your budget because you know you're going to be on the same page with your marketing agency. Also, if you create a long-term goal with an agency, typically you will get a better deal because they're keeping you on retainer. That means you are way more valuable to them in the long run because it costs more and you know to market for a new lead than to keep on the clients you have. So you are the client in this scenario and they as a marketing agency would probably love to work with you longer, meaning the it transfers in money back to you. And not only that is because you work longer together, you have more of a workflow, an ease, access to collateral, your brand, things that they don't have to keep reinventing all the time, which makes it quicker on their part and easier on yours. Also, another way to maximize your budget kind of on that long-term goal piece is that you also become business partners. So you are able to really hone in and keep conversations going about your budget too throughout the lifetime of working with that agency. Going into... Um, being able to maximize your budget, you need to know what's included in that agency. Typically, if you are doing any kind of ad campaign, that ad money usually is on top of the cost quoted. And I know I mentioned that before, but I wanted to re-emphasize that because if you're going in and you are hiring somebody for, let's say, monthly social media and and you say to them I want to boost some ads and this is this that's the the most basic ad campaign which it's not really a campaign but ad spend is just boosting a post that money for the post is going to be on top of the monthly social media so if, if you do say, oh, yeah, let's just boost that post, that means expect to pay for the boost of the post, okay? Or any kind of ads that you have. Most agencies are like that. Okay, so what other things that affect your budget are your distribution channels? So the more platforms that you have, the more money it's going to cost you. So keep in mind when you are researching agencies that when they give you a strategy that the platforms make sense for you. So you can maximize your budget this way. If you had a strategy or an audit or something handed back to you that says that you should be on Pinterest and you know for sure that you shouldn't be on Pinterest and they're just saying, or Twitter or something that you just aren't having because you know your ideal client isn't there, then I would kind of just counter back and say, what would it cost if I didn't do 
Twitter? Or what would it cost if I didn't do Pinterest? Because the more platforms you are, typically it's going to cost. The other thing about distribution is one, you need to ask them do this, especially for, uh, well, either blog posts or social media, ask them, do they just give you the content to post or do they host and host and post? Uh, What I mean by that is, are they scheduling out your posts for you or are they just giving you the copy and then you have to go in and post? So keep that in mind. If you post, it's going to end up saving you a little bit more money. Speaking of scheduling out posts for social media, one thing you need to keep in mind is, is there any included software with this agency? So if they are scheduling for you, does the software scheduler, is that part of the package? So you're not paying an extra for that software. Typically, you're not going to see that um, where they charge you, but sometimes they might. Who knows? Um, Agencies are different. So keep that in mind. Or maybe same thing with SEO. Do they have included software to post for your Google My Business? So if that's the case, then that actually is kind of saving you a little bit more money if they're hosting for you, because that means it's one less piece of software that you need to invest in. Okay, so the last piece of your marketing budget is finding out what is to find out what metrics are included. So how do they report the success of your campaign or the efforts of what they've done? And is it through Google Analytics? Is it just the meta insights? What kind of metrics are included and how do they report back to you? So let's say that you're a small photographer, which most of you are, right? You're a small photographer. What are the hidden benefits of an agency as compared to like a virtual assistant or somebody that you can find on Fiverr or Upwork or something like that? What's the benefits here? Well, first of all, years of expertise. So they've got experience, experience, experience. They also usually have some kind of continuing education or they're updated on all the newest strategies. So you know that they are up to date on what's happening in marketing. Their connections, their network, the people they know, that's so huge. And you you might need to know somebody who knows something And that network and connection will be huge with an agency who's been in business for a while. You can count on a clear marketing strategy to save you on what to do next. So you'll have it all laid out for you, which is fabulous. And you'll get better results faster. And I know that sounds kind of, you know, very generic, but with an agency, you your results will be there, but it's not just that the results won't be there, but they'll be better, faster. 
So how do you choose an agency? And we kind of went over this with your wish list at the beginning with your action plan, but we're going to go through it again. Uh, You're going to choose it by their experience. So the years, their industry or service services, who do they specialize in? Their values, any kind of procedures, what do they do and how do they do it? Their skill set. Also, how do they do it in their creative approach? Maybe you like how somebody creates something, their brand. It's not just their brand values, but how they put things together that really resonate with you. And also, last but not least, and we've talked about spending money is the financials. And I think the majority of this podcast was talking about the money and the financials, but I don't want to go lightly on the values, skill sets, and that real connection or synchronicity between an agency and their photographer and making sure that they get your industry and they get you your brand and what you're trying to do. So it is worth it to spend a little bit more with somebody you do like and want to work with than not. And I truly wholeheartedly believe that. I know that to be true in my personal life. I will spend a little bit more money on my hairdresser, right? Because I enjoy working with my hairdresser and getting that service, that whole experience. So take that into consideration because you are worth a little bit bigger of an experience with an agency or anything that you decide to invest your business money into. And if you're not getting that, then it it's time to walk away from it and spend a little bit more if just for that experience if you need to and you feel like you can. This is a very long podcast today, it seems like, but I'm going to go back to our action. So we're bookending this today, which is kind of fun. So the action plan for today is to create a wish list to determine if an agency, a marketing agency is right for you. You're going to look at your budget. Now that you know a lot more about budgets and what to expect when you spend, your goals, what you want to accomplish if you were to hire a marketing agency, the skills that you want them to have or the skill set that they want to have, the services that you think you need, whether it's blog writing services, SEO services, ad campaigns, social media, those types of things. What is it that you think you need? Create a wish list of the values that you want to have. Do you want them to, I don't know. And, you know, honestly, let's think about values because it's it's so like out there, but maybe you start with the values of your business. They need to align at least with your values personally and your professionally. So looking at that as a bottom line, and you can write those out. And when you have a conversation with these marketing agencies, you can ask them what their values are. And if they use some of the same words, there you go. And the procedures, what is it that they do and how do they do it? The second action to do is to start your research. So type in the Google, 
marketing agencies for photographers near me, whatever, however you think you need SEO near me, SEO for photographers near me, blogging for photographers near me, whatever. And it doesn't necessarily need to be near me. I'm throwing in the near me, but um, it could be a lot of virtual stuff as well because I can probably count that if you are in a smaller town that they're not going to have that near you, but uh, you might have something that you can do digitally and virtually. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Photographer's Action Plan. And I look forward to our next podcast, which really, truly is going to be my very first guest. She had to reschedule and we will have that on next week. So I plan to see you there. Thanks for tuning in to the Photographer's Action Plan. Our goal is to guide you through the ins and outs of running a profitable photography business without sacrificing your well-being. Remember, you can always count on us to be your photo biz bestie on the go. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to share it with your business bestie and take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more photographers like you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Action Arrow Media for more photography business insights and inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this journey, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Photographer's Action Plan.